Welcome to Business Leaders Coach, where we educate, enable, equip, and empower you to become the best leader that you can be. My name is Toya Shimbi, founder of Business Leaders Coach. And at Business Leaders Coach, we work with CEOs and their leadership teams, companies that are scaling up and want to accelerate their learning. On this podcast, I bring you practical steps that you can apply in your leadership today. We draw wisdom from some of the best business books, bring on guests and entrepreneurs and authors as well. You can go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast, subscribe so that we can send each episode and any templates or tools that come with these subsequent episodes. We all know that things are changing rapidly in the world of work. And recently, Gallup pulled together what they called the big five. And this is because according to them, the workplace is seeing the biggest disruption that we've never seen in some time. And it is changing the way we work and it's going to obviously change our future and the future of work. Now, some of you have heard some of this before, but I do want to be a bit more specific. And so in this episode, I'll be covering the big five disruptions that business leaders must address. And I'm going to give you some tips of what you can do as a business leader. So we know some of these things already. It's not a surprise. But I was in a group call a few weeks ago with a large group of coaches and consultants. And during the question and answer session, about 90% of the people that asked questions shared that they had left their corporate world, their corporate job over the last two years. And this just validates why we're having this disruption. Obviously, me being one of these people. And so, I want you to pay attention to these five, but then at the end, I also want you to be thinking about how you can ensure that you are positioned for this change. And it might sound repetitive, but let me tell you from what I know, most of us are just not ready. We are taking our 20th century mindset into this 21st century world of work. And that's the reason why these five disruptions are taking place. So let me go through them. Number one, the great resignation, or some are calling it the great discontent. So this is now what we know that many people, huge amounts of people have left their corporate jobs, just as I mentioned. And one of the reasons is because they are discontent with the lifestyle that they were living as they were working for these organizations. You know, now this is having an impact on these companies because customer retention suffers when our stars leave. And so many companies are impacted by this. And obviously the talent that's been lost is one of the great discouragements for these companies because obviously to replace that maybe a wealth of knowledge maybe these are people that have been in this organization for a good number of years and obviously that is impacting now what we're going to find is that the remaining four are simply the impacts of this as well so it's almost like a domino effect so the great resignation is happening and what kind of impact is that ha- having on organizations and and why 
So number two is that they are not coming back. Uh, according to Gallup, 70% do not want to return to the office full time. Many have stated that the life of flexibility uh, has come in and they don't want to go back to what they saw before, you know, just that whole going into the office, the commute and everything. And so Gallup report that they do not want to come back. And so part of this great resignation is happening, especially when some companies are still trying to insist that people come back full time or they're trying to stagger it, you know, in terms of, oh, by maybe next year, things should go back to normal. And what they're not realizing is that the world has changed. You have to now accommodate. There are some organizations that have been forward thinking and have actually actually started to accommodate for this. I think I've mentioned this in on other um, episodes, but it's something for us all just to bear in mind. We now have to start thinking about how we live in this hybrid world. That's number two. Now, number three is well-being and the obligation for employers. So what's happened is we know that this became a big area of concern, well-being. It became a big area of concern. I remember having a conversation in 2019 with uh, some HR managers and we were trying to pull together a training session to highlight the importance of well-being. And one of the conversations that we were having was how do we convince management to see this seriously i remember that right now let me just give you some statistics to validate why we were having that conversation what has happened during the pandemic and then what we are now seeing why this is now an important area to still address so remember what i said 2019 okay so we now know specifically, you know, during the pandemic, things changed. But before the pandemic, uh, actually, this took place during the pandemic. But Jim uh, Harter, he did some research. And uh, on this, he found that in 2019, right, when people were asked, my organization cares about my overall well-being, strongly agree got a 29%, okay? That means 29% of all the organizations that he polled gave strongly agree to the statement, my organization cares about my overall well-being. In 2020, it went up to 49%. In fact, that was the peak in 2020. But it now, in 2022, while I'm recording this, it has gone down to 24%. So this is obviously telling us something, isn't it? It shows that well-being is not on the radar as it was two years ago. And therefore, this is leading to number four, which is burnout and stress. Many workers are reporting mental health challenges, just the general lifestyle of managing all that's going on, the overwhelm, the overload is leading to burnout and stress. And so again, you can see this would be one of the other reasons why it's leading to the great resignation. 
And so number five overall is the relationship between the employer and the employee has changed. Before, in many cases, it was almost seen as a parent-child kind of relationship. But now Gallup are reporting that companies that are aware of this are also aware that they now need to have an adult-to-adult relationship if they want to retain these people. You know, for me, I am so excited about this because it simply validates all that I've been saying. The role of the CEO, the business owner, and the senior executive has now changed. So as I wrap up on this podcast, I'm going to give you some specific areas that I will expound on moving forward. And as I bring on some guests, I'm sure we'll be talking about this. There There is a plan to have more guests moving forward. But these are a few things that I think as you're listening to this and you're thinking, so what do I do, especially if I'm speaking to you, the business owner, there are a few things that you're going to have to really begin to adopt as a mindset. Number one, vulnerability, a willingness to be transparent and to be honest about how you're really feeling about things like this adult to adult relationship demands no longer the two, uh, you know, this is what I think. And I have to cover some of these things up for my people, for my team that needs to change. You're dealing with adults, tell them the truth, let them engage and also bring in suggestions and part of that means also number two creating an environment that is psychologically safe psychological safety encourage your team members to speak their thoughts in the room not to have the meeting after the meeting this is impacting you and it's going to impact your team members i'm in a group where i'm realizing that this is something that I have to put into into practice, creating a safe environment where people can challenge the status quo, bring their thinking in the room, not have it outside or after the meeting. And this leads to another character quality that's demanded from you, which is humility, a knowing that you don't have all the answers, you know, just just coming in with that. I'm no longer the person who has all the answers, if that was your thinking. And so you facilitate everybody else's thinking. That leads to another quality of curiosity. So we've got vulnerability, psychological safety, or psychological safety, humility, and curiosity, which is the eagerness to keep learning. We are now in a phase where all of us are We have to have a learner mindset consistently as we move forward and to expect that from every member. And overall, if I'm speaking to you, the business leader, your desire overall is to become the coaching leader, the coaching leader, and then become the leader as coach, which is that eventually you simply want to become the overall coach of your business. In fact, Gallup themselves, based on their research, they know that it is through coaching people that you actually get a lot of the engagement, the honesty, 
by asking questions, facilitating people's thoughts. So quick tips to give you on how to progress. First of all, this demands you to change, right? Wherever you are. And it, de it demands that you, first of all, assess where you are with your business. So if I'm speaking to you and you are a startup, a one-man band, you are in the like entrepreneurial phase where you are the person doing everything, then you know, it's fine. You know, you are going to need to obviously develop that and then bring in more people. And if you are at that startup with staff, then you are like in the manager phase. You're playing the role of the manager of the team, but you need to start understanding that you need to be a coaching manager, asking more questions, right? So you need to begin to equip yourself with that skill and then equip your team members and you can go back to one of the other episodes on situational leadership that would really help you to transition uh, in your relationship with your team members of how to apply that, those behavior traits and if the team is now becoming a more senior team then you need to move into this coaching leader phase where you are coaching them to become better leaders and then as i said the final stage will be leader as coach which is that you are now guiding the whole organization and that's what business leaders coach is really all about to help managers become better leaders and leaders become better coaches overall ultimately you want to learn how to coach your team through the scale up phase putting systems and processes in place and if that's something that you need help with, just schedule a call. Go to businessleaderscoach.com, click on the link, let's schedule a call to have a conversation. But I hope today's podcast has given you some signals of what we're going through. And everybody's trying to figure this out, by the way. It's a conversation that's happening in every area. And it's great that Gallup has been able, they've been able to pull some of these stats so that it's given us an awareness of what is really going on. Happy to really share this with you. So definitely, if you want to, if you're listening to this for the first time, you can go to businessleaderscoach.com forward slash podcast to subscribe. If you are listening to this on any of the other platforms, please rate. And it'd be great to hear from you. You can email me to at businessleaderscoach.com. Love to find out any other topics or anything specific that you want me to address as well. Obviously, what we do, as I've said at the beginning, we work with CEOs and business leaders, helping them to move from startup to scale up. I hope today has given you some insights into what we're going to be talking about more in the future. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. <music>